The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Daryl Breen is uh, with us and we'll get the important stuff out of the way because we have more important stuff to talk about. Um, he is gigging across the year. He's going to be in Vicar Street April 23rd and May 20th and 21st. He's at the Marquee in Cork June 23rd, Royal Theatre in Castle Bar June 24th and the Millennium Forum in Derry September 30th and October 1st. And you can get tickets, of course, just by going Daryl Breen or whatever else. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'll go, to, go to the venues. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we've got a big tent in Cork at some stage you have to fill that. Like, so yeah, but don't go, actually, no don't, don't go to the Marquee because they haven't built it yet. That'd be mad. Marquee is a very temporary place whatever but look you'll, you'll, you'll find us to get we have important matters to address oh, there Space Mountain oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, discuss yeah. yeah now Space Mountain uh, is uh, for those who don't know is a roller coaster in uh, Disney in, in, in all the Disney parks this amazed me I thought there was only one no 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 there's, there's, there's a version of it in each of the Disney parks uh, The uh, and I have not been on all of them <laughs> uh, would be the way to put it the, uh, when I we went over we went over to see family uh, the in, when I was seven about seven, 1979 the, uh, which is a, a weird thing anyway because we went to see because my mother sister lived in the uh, in America, and we hadn't she hadn't seen it for thirty years, and there was a, the big trip we won that we'd made, whatever. Which is always the thing I, I would mention because it's kind of how weird it was that now it's taken for we take travel for granted, but for I think for a long time I was the boy who went to America in my primary <laughs> school, and like I'd be asked my opinion of the upcoming presidential election, and I mean, of course you've been in America, yeah. So, but we went we and we spent about two days in Orlando. We, we tried to tag my dad was, was absolutely trying to get into Disneyland, uh, and we went two days in. Orlando Orlando, which I now look back, we probably went on three different rides and queued the entire time and did everything wrong and how you do this. But there's a place called Space Mountain, which was this legendary roller coaster, which had and only been open for years. That's the genesis. That is where they all from. That is the yeah, font from ab- which they all sprung. Absolutely. It was it was one of the most the most most original thrill rides of all. And we approached this huge white construction that the, the roller coaster is within, in a state of palpitation and excitement. And my dad said, "I'm not sure." Because you're seven and my sister is nine. So I'm going to go on it and then I'll tell you whether you can go on it. Now, uh, and if you can imagine the delay, the wait as a seven-year-old to watch your father queue all the way up uh, disappearing inside the bowels of the building and then there was a bit where they all came out at the end on a travelator that's how futuristic they le- they they left the ride on a travelator and then we're watching people sweeping down and waiting for it felt like hours for him to come down uh, and then eventually he appeared ashen faced uh, and in a real you know, no one no none of us are going on that no no one is going on that like the, yeah and uh, and not no, there's no adrenaline rush now. it was just like oh Jesus no uh, no and then we went off and we did like the spinning teacups again instead like or something it was and so, so how does a how does a young boy and the man who becomes recover from this oh, so it became this this odyssey for me of I must go in space out at some stage and so it became and then every time I ended one of these parks there was a reason why I didn't. I was uh, when I was in working at Kids TV. We accompanied kids. So I think it was the Make a Wish Foundation, and we went to then it was called Euro Disney. And Space Mountain was right beside me, but I was working, so I couldn't go onto it. All right, that one, that one I can tick off. I went to Disneyland in Tokyo because I was doing gigs there. Uh, you know, in my thirties, and it had it derailed or there was a problem with it, so it was shut. Then I went to the one in uh, Disney World with the kids, but I was with the kids, so I couldn't go on it. Then I went back to something else. Disney 
Disney World again with the kids. Could do, I think there have been six separate visits to various Disney Ooh, worlds. I, 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 no, 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 twice and came out and said it's really good by the way no greater love had the father no sympathy at all <laughs> so she said how long have you been waiting I said I've been waiting 40 years I said, oh really because I've been on it twice she said uh, and then she ran around again and went on it again like, yeah. and then it was only a, a couple of weeks ago that I finally got to go it's called Hyperspace Mountain in, in Paris it's actually a slightly different um, roller coaster there but it's the same and locked, locked and we actually went on and I brought the, 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 the two of the kids with me the other one was way too young the, uh, on it and, and we were, all went on it and it was it was 90 seconds of screaming I don't remember being that pleasant experience at all actually it was horrendous but it was like because also it's like this was because I'm 6 foot 4 I was slightly too long for the space given if you know what I mean The because uh, the thing comes down there is an upper limit to a lot of roller coasters and I, I just bushed the upper limit of roller coasters So you're squished into it so as well as everything else anyway, And the legs are up and I've got a dodgy knee and my legs are squeezed up against the hard shell of the thing in front of me so I'm going this could be really bad <laughs> A terrible idea, like whatever, and then suddenly you're shot off at 100 miles an hour. Well, at least it wasn't anticlimactic because after 40 years, the thought of coming out and going, Well, that's Jesus, <laughs> this yeah. ridiculous personal, uh. you know, Don Quixote <laughs> quest to finally get on Space Mountain. And yeah, no, it was nice to get closure on it. You mentioned your dodgy knee, how's the hairy leg? Mm. Actually, that's an excellent question. Don't the, uh, show it to I'm me. I'm not going to show it to you. Know, well, I, I can kind of see it. You know what? I'm not noticed it being... It was a weird thing to explain to people. So, yeah, it's actually yeah, quite yeah, normal. Yeah. yeah it's got, well, it, because uh, I had a cast, or they, no, I didn't cast, I had one of those kind of um, socks, basically, on it, uh, post, post-operation. It was an operation on my knee uh, last summer. And then when the sock came off, one leg was obviously thinner because of the atrophy, because I was on a crutch, they would have rather next to the other one, and darker. It was suddenly all the hair gone really dark. And I was talking to the doctor and said, oh yeah, that happens a lot. And he said, then it's really awkward because like a, a like a fifteen year old girl would break her arm and a, and they go in the cast and when she takes off the arm she's got a big dark hairy arm like they see that and it's really because I've seen the pictures you posted pictures it, it isn't it isn't that the skin has dark it's no, the hair thick the it hair, looks like a different darkens, person's yeah. leg when you take off when you take off a thing and I think it's because it's rubbing 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 constantly and it just it agitates blood flow into the area and then the hair gets darker this is not a thing by the way that works at the top of your head uh, and so the, yeah, <laughs> you can't sleep in a, in, in a cast and hope that you'll have a lovely fresh head of hair in the morning the, uh, but when you take the thing off suddenly it w- and so I had one ver- I had one dark thin leg and so the line out was it, it looked if you if you crept into my bedroom at night while I slept uh, and you saw both legs out from uh, underneath the duvet it would look like I was spooning an old Mediterranean lady <laughs> it was just one narrow dark leg and then my big GA leg beside it so <laughs> a large Elderly Mediterranean leg. Ah, no, no, because it was a thin leg. It was a thin leg, you see. But it's still a big leg, Darren. Ah, okay, I'll give you the long leg. But it is still... <laughs> you know, okay, more than you'd expect from, a, from an elderly Mediterranean lady. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, an elderly Mediterranean who who played junior, uh, let's say. Got to, yeah, got to a certain level. Yeah. Did you have to get the knee done for geriatric reasons? I believe you're now 50. 
I am 50. No, thank you. Uh, I had <laughs> neither because I had a, a thing, a bit of it uh, failed on me, a bit of bone failed on me when I was 16. Yeah, and so I had this weird experience where I, I think on osteochondritis desiccans where a bit of the bone dries basically and it used to flare up and I, and I used to miss loads of matches and seasons uh, when I was a young man playing lots of sport and then and I kept going to you know local people you know sports people in Bray whatever who would be oh yeah I think that's probably this or that's that like whatever and I finally had the good sense to just go to a, a like an orthopaedic surgeon go to a Blackheart Clinic to go there who uh, and I was because I was about 19 at the time and he spent I had a 10 minute meeting with him he spent 9 minutes talking about what I was doing in UCD and he said are you, are you telling Matt's God no I never thought Matt's now was always a very different I never did it like whatever and then at one stage he said he said well I think you'll do very well you seem like a very self-possessed young man he said and I've never heard the word self-possessed used ever since that but I went oh thank you very much I'm very self-possessed but I did go um, any chance of a word in the knee and he said oh yeah the knee and he and he just lashed the thing up in a second he lashed onto that board you know the lit the light thing, board yeah. thing yeah the next way and he said look see that there right that's because the blood isn't going there there's no reason it just, it just decided fate decided the blood's not going to go there and then he did a thing which I would find quite comforting even though the news is bad where he said in 10 years time you'll need to do this in 20 years time you'll need to do that and eventually you might need to do this and listed off this bit's going to break off you're going to have to have an operation to this then you have to do this, then you might have to have this happen. And he basically said, this is literally the path it's going to take. And it's all happened. Yeah, so it's See, I have a theory about this and you would know because I believe your your wife surges yeah, on people surging, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you would you would know about this the, I find it very intriguing the use of Latin to provide diagnosis <laughs> that doesn't mean it because if I, I like osteochondritis dedicans means dry bony bit yeah exactly yeah, it is, diseasy yeah. dry bony bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it was in a, it was a dry bony bit but when when you translate it like people say I have bronchitis what that means is I have a lung infection it's just Latin for lung inf- you knew you had a lung infection before you went in yeah I, look it is a thing that they uh delicate work with I mean that they I mean look the very fact that all pharmacological products have an actual name and have a brand name and you're going well could you just use the brand name so I know what to ask for (laughs) Uh, also known as phenyloxylin it's not to me known as phenyloxylin just tell everything I'm going to ask for in the shop like whatever it is they're they're constantly translating anyway but the uh, but this one yeah no this one made sense like whatever the uh, the, uh, but uh, how is it now? it's look it's it's always it's a chronic thing so it's occasionally problematic it'll have to be replaced in 10 years time but it's better now than it was I'm not in a stick. I was in a stick for a while, which is always a high point. The uh, and the what uh, kind of stick did you go with? I went. Oh, I the uh, I have a whole thing in the show actually about the stick. I've literally a whole thing show because it's kind of fun. But no, I went. I I, I went for dark wood, and uh, you know, I did. I did go for the skull. You can buy the skull, <laughs> and it is amazing how they just presume people. Well, okay, grand, you're all going to be gothic and buy a skull. And I used to talk about it on stage about the stick, and uh, and so I have a touring one which comes apart as well. The yeah, but I have a you have a portable folding, folding stick. Portable folding stick, like whatever. But actually, I can't walk; it's too short for me. But the folding stick is just good for the prop in the show. The yeah, because I'm not carrying around a. It's like three and a half a bit of. It's a heavy bit of wood, like it's like carrying a hurley to airports, like whatever. It's a weapon. The yeah, but it's a. Uh, but the, the, so we use the folding one for the for the gigs instead, like whatever. But the um, oh no, the um, I used to have a reference that I would say to to audience, you know, like I'd walk on the cane, I'd, I'd, and I'll own the cane when I need a cane because I know intermittently when I need a cane, I'll buy a cape and a hat. I look like Oscar Wilde. I'll really lead into the cane, right? The yeah, uh, and and I my reference was I would and I and I look like and I would say um, 
Angel Heart, uh, Robert De Niro and Angel Heart. Even you're looking, and you're the yeah. more of my generation. Oh, you lost no. me. No, nothing. Oh, I got nothing. It was Robert De Niro played a guy called Louis Cipher, which is Lucifer in Angel oh. Heart, and he had a stick, and there was a skull on the top, and he was, his fingers would tap across the skull because he was the devil himself. This is the reference I have for Kate, right? And I very quickly learned to change that to Lucius Malfoy from the Harry Potter movies <laughs> because nobody You got the reaction remembers. that I give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Total. No, I was like, I just dead on his. I went, oh God, okay. Okay, Lucius Malfoy. And they'd all go, oh yeah, oh, now I get it. Lucius Malfoy. So yeah, so I had to change it to that. Yeah. I would have thought you, you've missed an opportunity though because given the impractical stature that you have, Big long black coat, black cane. You could be an intimidating presence uh, if you really you know, went. For I, it. I, well, I am at the best. I mean, look, I, I look like Tony Soprano at the best of times. But the, <laughs> uh, but I think there, it, there's a dandyishness to actually really working the cane that I'm not sure if I carry off. Dandy. Quite no, as dandy much. Is, is not the first word. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's like, you know, much like feline is not the first word. Uh, the, the people used to describe me. Cat-like. Uh, the people don't... Yeah, they're, they're phrase that an, an interview with me never starts as he curled up in the chair in front of me. Uh, his delicate features. They, uh, so, no, I don't I don't come across like, a, you know... Like Have you a, ever a done yoga? Have I ever done... Do you know what? A couple of times. Did you? Uh, and, no, do you know, during lockdown, I did a bit of it. Very good. Look, I mean, because stretching is excellent stretching. They, uh, I've gotten over the bit of going, oh, that's, that looks a bit... No, don't, wouldn't do that. Like, they, uh, and the stretching is very good, but I've never... I keep meaning to. My wife is actually bored of hearing me go, I really must do more. But it would be very good for... Yeah, uh, you know, I'm a big guy, so stretching would be really, really good. And for the knee, it might... Delay the day at which it'll have to be swapped. Although, isn't it amazing that they can swap that stuff? Oh, it's out? Astonishing. It's amazing. Astonishing. And they'll take the thing out. And actually, at some point, I think I think, and I and like I can't speak for everyone who uh, replaces these things. But I know a couple of people who've gone. Well, sure, the pain's gone because it's, it's like you have a painful thing, and then they do this, then the pain goes. And you're going to be the good thing with it is the bit that came out. They took the bit out in 2005, uh, and I still have it because they gave it to me. Cool. And I don't think if they take the whole knee out, do they give it a wash and give that to you as well? Because that would be amazing if you could assemble your own skull or your own skeleton <laughs> bit by bit and slowly, as you become more mechanised, build yourself. There is a book I have to recommend for you called, it's written by a Danish surgeon called The History of Medicine in 18 Surgeries. Okay. Well, and okay. among it... I'm already in. It's brilliant. <laughs> it has the, the guy who had the first artificial shoulder put in, which they made out of cast iron. You can imagine how well Jeez. that went in terms yeah. of rejection. But one of the things it has is the front cover is a man who removed his own uh, bladder stone. Uh -huh. It's the size of a good large hen's egg. And it became so painful that he decided to extract it himself. Blacksmith made all of his own tools and went at it. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, I'd love it. I I know, but I I'd only bring it home because I know because that's what my wife does as a gig. So the uh, so she'd be very excited by that. Like the, she's uh, bladder stones particularly or no, surgery no, no, in general. She, no, it's, uh, um, kidney stones uh, more than that. Like whatever. Yeah. So it's all zapping them with sound waves and stuff like that. All it's all moved on from blacksmiths making Back their in own knives. Like yeah, like <laughs> that. She's like my wife. The, the image she comes to is out of my wife at a forge, <laughs> banging together stuff up. Back again. Got to move another stone now. Clang clang. Well, you recline yeah. cat like. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, well, I do, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see Dara and his cane, he is going to be Vicar Street, uh, April and May. He's in the Marquee in Cork as soon as they build it, which should be the end of June. Royal Theatre in Castle Bar straight after the Marquee. And then the Millennium Forum uh, in Derry in September and October. And obviously, if you just throw his name into Google, you can get all of the details of where to find tickets. 